following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 83 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. And we're now officially on Patreon, you guys. Uh, we talked about it last week. If you haven't already checked it out, go ahead and check it out. Uh, we're, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. We've got four different tiers for you to pick from. Um, if you you know if you went ahead and, and missed it, because we, we kind of talk, talked about it on last week's episode, but uh, admittedly it was a little bit like later into the show. Um, so, you know, no worries. If I'll, I'll go ahead and, and tell you guys again. Do we have the... Uh, friend of the show tier which of course if you subscribe to that you're you know it's just three dollars a month you you know if you don't want any extra podcasts if you you hear enough of me and david uh this tier will just add you to the christmas card list which is fine uh then we have our five dollar patron of the show tier which you know again gets you added to the christmas card list you'll get a weekly shout out um, and then you'll get a bonus podcast weekly in the form of Scrump and Stang's family video, which we've been racking up those. And there's going to be some real fun ones coming to you, coming to you this week. Uh, you can sign up for the $10 best patron of the show, which is, you know, everything we've already mentioned before, along with uh, a free monthly sticker and a third additional podcast. And then if you say, you know what, I really love Scrump and Stank, like, I fucking love these guys. I love the PWT cast so much that I want to become an official PWT cast member. Well, $20 a month will get you that. Uh, you know, you'll get everything that we've already mentioned, uh, along with uh, a membership card. Uh, you'll appear on an episode of Scrum and Stank's family video. You'll get an exclusive patron of the show shirt, and we'll let you read fan of the week. Uh, so again, you know, those are our three, five, ten dollar, and twenty tier, twenty dollar tiers. Uh, we'll post a, a nice little graphic for you guys to see. But again, if you know, if you've been waiting and you want to go ahead and sign up, feel free. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash pwtcast, and we're excited to we're excited to you know for you guys to hear everything we've recorded. Uh, I'll, I'll we can talk about what you know will be coming this week um, in the form of uh, Go Go Scrump and Stank, and you know Scrump and Stank's family video. Uh, for Go Go Scrump and Stank, uh, Stank, why don't you tell them what what we recorded for them? So we, we were trying to talk about we are behind the scenes. We've been talking about hey, how can we make this uh, interesting? I'm sure there's other uh, Power Rangers podcasts out there, um, and so we decided hey, why not every now and again we'll do a character profile about uh, someone that's on the show. Specifically, we're doing Mighty Morphin at the moment, but. Um, you know, and, and you'll hear it during the episode if you uh, subscribe. But, uh, you know, when we first talked about it in our preview episode, if you were not familiar with Power Rangers, we threw around a lot of names. You know, if, you, if you're not acclimated to the show and you hear Zordon, Rita Repulsa, Lord Zed, you know, we're throwing out weird names. Uh, in this little version, we're going to give like a little character retrospective and uh, – talk about the history of specific characters. And this very first one we're doing is Rita Repulsa, who's kind of the OG main villain of the Power Rangers. Uh, so we do a little bit of a deep dive. We talk about uh, things we like about the character and different portrayals. Uh, it's a pretty good little episode. We're pretty proud of it. So, Yeah, and we are working uh, as far as like intro, outro for, for both shows. Um, 
you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'll put any music for him just yet, but we're working on some pretty fun stuff for that. As well as we've been talking about that 2017 Power Rangers movie so much. Um, I th- that I, th- I think because Walmart you just had, review it. <laughs> I think so because I, I, if I remember correctly, Walmart has it for like five bucks, something like that. It might even be like three bucks. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look out for that one because I think I've talked myself into like you know what it wasn't that bad. Uh, so it really was. Yeah, I don't. You know what? So there's, there's some bad stuff in it, but it's not that bad. Yeah, I, I, I think that one might come. But a movie review that is coming this week on Scrum and Stang Family Video. So, um, we uh, we we brought uh, back. Well, should we reveal who we brought back? Yeah, well, we'll talk about. Uh, we reviewed yeah. Matt Nix this week uh, to talk about the 2001 Disney animated film Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Um, I'm a real big slut for Atlantis, uh, and uh, Nick as well. You know, Nick really loves like all kinds of like uh, conspiracy theory stuff, the occult, uh, you know, cryptids, all, all all that fun stuff. And um, Atlantis is just something that he and I always talk about. I mentioned it on, on the show, like he records his own podcast uh my violet tendencies and occasionally he'll be like hey i'm gonna have so and so on uh are there any questions that you want me to ask them and sure enough one of the questions that i always ask is what ha- what do you what do they think happened to the lost city of atlantis because uh, sometimes people have like really fun responses i hate yeah. i hate when they're like i don't know I don't know. It sunk. Like, come on, be a little bit more clear. Like, it's yeah. it's supposed to generate some content. It's supposed to be like a fun question, and it's always, occasionally you have like, oh no, it's so cool. Especially like, especially listen. Especially there's some like real quote unquote creative types that he has on there that say that, and I'm just like, mm, very. Yeah, I'm like, oh boy. Uh, but yeah, so we'll have that Friday. The the Rangers one will come out Wednesday. We're kind of just testing out the schedule. Uh, so. You know, for now, that'll uh, kind of be that. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of other ones that we're, you know, we're recording soon, kind of just banking up. Um, I, this, this week's episode of our next, next week's episode, um, might go up a little bit later, but that will just be because, uh, I won't have access to my laptop right away. It will, yeah, you'll, you guys will find out more about that. Uh, wink, wink. But Dave, uh, you know, hey, as well as you know, if you're um not already, uh, go ahead and follow us on social media. We, you know, again, we're at PWTcast on Instagram and Twitter, and this podcast is, of course, brought to us by the wonderful sponsors of the show. We got the Cryptic Closet. Uh, if you need a fanny pack, you know, hey, people are starting to travel again right now during the pandemic, and if you need a fanny pack that you know you're gonna keep safely and secure and, and not lose. Head over to the Cryptic Closet and get yourself a Fanny DeVito fanny pack, which, yes, is exactly that. A fanny pack with the likeness of uh, one Danny DeVito. And if you're if you are going to be on that plane and, you know, you don't want to bring your iPad or your laptop, go pick up a comic book over at a Gorilla Publishing Group and, uh, you know, pick one of the wonderful titles they've got there. Hell, you can even pick up the Tales of the Cryptic Closet 1 and 2 both which feature my severed head on the back. Uh, and then, you know, if if you get back and, and the girlfriend, you know, your girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, whoever it is, is upset that you were gone on this trip during a pandemic, we'll head over to M3 Toys and buy them a, a you know, a Funko Pop, a NECA figure. And if you use the promo code PWTCAST, you get a whole ass 10% off. Uh, Dave, this week was uh, a lot of Marvel stuff that, that came at us this week. Um, 
they announced the Spider-Man uh, title for the next movie. There was like a little thing that they did where it was uh, they announced like three separate fake titles. Um, yeah, they were trolling us. Yeah, one was Phone Home. I don't remember the other two, um, but I think they had they had Tom Holland on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel because that's the ABC and they're always like they work in congruent yeah. with ABC. Uh, so they had him on. And they did some bit where, like, he comes out of uh, John Jonathan Watts, the director's office, and he's like, oh, they won't tell me the title. And, like, Zendaya and uh, the guy who plays Ned, they're like, yeah, because you don't fucking shut up, you idiot. And they're, like, walking away, and there's, like, a whiteboard that has, like, a bunch of different Spider-Man titles. And then there's one that's ultimately, like, tells you the, the title of the film. It's uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, which decent title i i don't really have a you know i don't have any qualms with it um but i was mentioning to you the uh interesting tidbit that i've seen kind of float around with with this whiteboard specifically um if you take a look at the board it's not just like the spider-man name is circled uh they kind of do this like little like web pattern almost around it and yeah and people have started to notice that you know if you're if you're a cartographer um, much like Milo Thatch in Atlantis, you'll notice that the shape of that like little web thing is uh, almost the exact same shape of the island of Puerto Rico, which normally like, hey, just a coincidence. Um, but can you think of any major Puerto Rican characters that would factor into the Spider-Man universe, especially when you're factoring in a multiverse? Uh, I can't think of it. Wait, there is one. Uh a plucky young kid named Miles Morales. Yep. So hey, listen. This whole time, uh, we've been like, oh my god, they're they're gonna introduce, uh, or they're gonna reintroduce Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Like, I think they're they're gonna you know give us one more and introduce Miles Morales, which would be fun. You know, he exists in that universe. You know, Donald Glover in that universe plays the Prowler and. There's like that deleted scene where he's like, Miles, I'm going to be late. And he's talked about his nephew. And if you think about it, there's enough time has passed, especially due to the blip where let, let's say he was around eight, nine years old uh, at the time of, uh, you know, the, the first Spider-Man movie. You know, yeah. here comes the blip. And, you know, it's about five, six years afterwards. So. He could have hypothetically aged up and now he's, you know, not that much younger than Peter, uh, which would be interesting. You know, I know some people have like, no, like, uh, you know, it's supposed to be like this mentor mentee relationship and uh, Peter's supposed to be like way older. And I have I have trust. I have trust in, in front of the show, Kevin F. and uh, the wonderful people over at Marvel that if they choose to introduce Miles Morales, which I can't imagine they don't but if they choose to do so that they know what they're doing um so yeah i mean i'm, I'm pretty excited to see him you know i, I love spiders you know into the spider-verse one of my favorite movies you know just period not even just like animated or superhero just one of my favorite movies well and, and also there there was a big to do about whether spider-man would stay in the marvel universe for a while you know and then famously tom holland you know, cried and called and talked to the Sony people and the, and the Marvel people. And we got together. This movie is the final movie on his contract. So I don't know if they're maybe setting up a handoff for the in-universe Spider-Man in case 
you know, talks don't go well. Tom Holland said he would play Spider-Man forever if they give him the chance. And I think he's the perfect Spider-Man still. So um, I don't know. We could have the best of both worlds. Yeah, I definitely like sure contractually. This is his last time, you know, his last go around as Spider-Man. I can't. It, it would be it would be fools yeah. not to keep him. I can't imagine. Yeah, like it is. It, it's only beneficial for both sides. And again, yeah. Tom, I think Tom Holland at this point has enough pull to like. No, we're gonna we're gonna do some more. Let's fucking let's you know let's yeah let's figure this out. Um. But yeah, you know that's so that's pretty exciting. Uh, another thing that was really exciting this week was uh, Wandavision. Um, again, we're gonna talk some Wandavision spoilers, so uh, skip ahead like five minutes, um, so that it's not spoiled yeah. for you. Also, if you guys haven't figured it out, we're just gonna talk about it. So like, just watch it. <laughs> yeah, you should. Like, I know. Just I, watch it. <laughs> the only the only person I know who's like waited is uh juan from from uh, pro wrestling tees but that's just because he's like and i've told him stuff that's happened like he knows what's going on but he's like i just want to sit down and binge it all at once uh which props to him because i have no self-control and would not be able to do that yeah. um but yeah this week's episode very uh like i i talked about it w- with some friends like i it was a very emotionally heavy episode uh like man give elizabeth olsen all the awards because she was just fucking crushing it like Holy shit, she's just such an amazing actress. And this is a very like gut wrenching episode. Um, you know, I liked it. I had two, three. I have some problems with, with the episode, and I, let, let's hear the positive things that you have to say about it, Dave. Before I start, fucking before I put my before we uh, tear it down. <laughs> before I tear it down, because buddy, is there some tearing down? But uh, yeah, what, what yeah. did you think about this week's episode? So there's a couple there's a few reveals that happened obviously. So, um, one, we kind of see the origins of Agatha Harkness and, uh, like apparently one of the things she's able to do is she's able to steal the life force of other witches and sort of subsume their powers, you know, in a very Shang Tsung like mortal Kombat way. Um, and so we see her do that to her mother who, while using her powers, kind of exhibits this ethereal crown on her head. So a lot of people have been speculating, you know, is that an Atlantean crown? Does that sort of, uh, is that a foreshadowing of maybe a Prince Namor showing up? Who knows? But, you know, that might be a little bit of a stretch. But we also find out that, you know, although Agatha has said she was behind everything, she did not she's not puppeting any of the people in uh, the town, you know, on a massive scale and that the hex was created by uh, Wanda out of her grief. And so she was attracted to the magic and, you know, if magic is an attractant to very powerful magic individuals, I think we can be guaranteed that Stephen strange uh, also (laughs) kind of felt a disturbance in the force, so to speak. So, we got a little bit of that, and what Agatha does is take her on a trip down memory lane. And so we see a couple of retcons, which I'm sure was probably some of your gripe. <laughs> um, but we see we see her as a child, and you know they say in the Age of Ultron, you know they saw the Stark bomb that blew up their family. We get to kind of see that as it happens. Um, we also get to see why she has a love for sitcoms. And then you know we move forward, and she's kind of going through grief, and then. I will tell you, one of my favorite parts of the show, 
And how often can you say that you go to a comic book movie or a comic book show or comic book anything and get some sort of level of poignance out of it? But, you know, they show a time where she's sitting at the Avengers compound after Pietro dies. And this is kind of when they're beginning to, like, lock her down in the compound. And Vision walks through and talks to her and she just expresses kind of what we've known all along about her, the, the grief that she felt. It's She kept saying it, it felt like waves crashing onto her and she just feels that eventually she's going to drown in her sorrow. And Vision, who's not a human, who uh, so sometimes, I don't know about you, but like I notice he exhibits the most human qualities of any character. Yeah, which is he, he's sometimes the most human on the show. Yeah, and, and, and that's probably because he comes from a pure space you know he he wasn't born fully formed but you know with all the cynicism that maybe we developed as as we grow up but he's sitting there and he goes surely it it can't be all bad and she looks at him she's like what are you talking about of course grief is bad and he goes maybe you're processing this difference because you've had you've had love and you've had people and now that you're alone it feels like a whole and he says all i've known is being alone. That's all I know. So maybe I have a different perspective. And he says, maybe, maybe this grief isn't all bad. And as she looking, she's looking at him, he says, because what is grief if it's not love persevering? And to, (laughs) in my head, I was like, that's one of the most profound, like Gandhi could have said that Mm -hmm. or like a mother. I was like, Whoa, holy, like to me, there cannot be a better explanation of why grief hurts so much, but also why, you know, you should tell someone who's feeling grief over a loss or something like that. You know, it's, it's about your love for whoever you lost persevering. That's why it hurts so much, but like it wouldn't hurt so much if you didn't love so much. So I thought that was probably one of the best things I've ever heard in a TV series. No, that, that was definitely one of those, like, oh, fuck you. like that. And, and that was a real gut punch. You, you actually see Agatha, and, it, you know, some people might say it's her being sarcastic, but she was wiping a tear away after she watched that scene. But I really think she she felt the emotion. But anyways, so we fast forward through that, and, uh, you know, basically Agatha's like, how did you do this? And she's, she's holding Wanda hostage, kind of like with magic, and clearly she's been studying the, the mystic arts for a while and she's so surprised that uh, Wanda is such a good practitioner of magic but she doesn't know the basic rules of it like she says how do you not know what a containment spell is like this is basic stuff and she just wants to know how how does Wanda make a hex this big do magic on autopilot as she says around everyone she's, she's doing all sorts of conjuring and illusion spells and she doesn't even know how she's doing it. And so that's basically what Agatha is trying to get at. And so we also have a reveal at the end that there's a, a white version of vision that uh, Hayward has, and he uh, reanimates it using the latent or the, the remaining hex power that was in the drone that uh, Wanda got. And so now it's setting up vision versus vision in the hex so pretty exciting stuff it was a very meaty episode very weighty and emotional and uh that's what i like most about this 
this whole Marvel brain trust is that they really know how to get to the core of a character and how to really not just do surface action and fan service, but really get down to like the emotional core of what's going on. So pretty good episode. Um, I know a lot of people have some complaints about it and there's, there's a few plot hole covering things that they do, but uh, what did you think about it? I mean, well, I, you know, I, I talked about the, the things that I love and most of the same sentiments that you have, I, I had as well, yeah. but like, uh, like one, my, my first, first I'll say my first minor, uh, grip, my gripe was, um, the, like the very much like, uh, dad, we all have to speak American today is we all speak American night and watch American TV night, which felt very much just like you could have done all that with subtitles, you know, like yeah. It, uh, it was just the same. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. It, it, that was just kind of weird to me. Like, uh, you know, where it's just like, come on, dad, it's American night. Like, I can't imagine these like war torn, uh, you know, European countries having like American night where they all speak. Like a rah, rah American. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, very weird, but you know, I digress. But, um, my second issue is, there's only one episode left, and supposedly this one is. Fit- as far as you know, well, yeah. Well, suppose, yeah. Supposedly there is just. Let's leave it at this. There is a, is a rumored tenth episode, which people are like saying, no, no, no. Like it's it's supposedly not a thing anymore. Um, There's nine scheduled episodes, and we're at the ninth. Yeah, we're at the ninth episode right now, and that's just it's just not enough time for me to wrap everything up because you 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 have to wrap up fucking Darcy's like uh, all the you know the sword agents mm-hmm. along with Monica's story Doctor Strange has to fucking show up be- and the mystery family y'all. yeah and this mystery which so and that's my last one where they have been teasing a Luke Skywalker level cameo not us not you know we have not been saying that right. they have been teasing that and there was a rumor that was just like oh this actor that Paul Benny keeps talking about is himself we're gonna see you know uh, regular, it's be a big troll. Yeah, it's a giant troll. It's gonna be regular Vision versus West Coast Avengers White Vision, and I'm just like, oh, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. That is. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But it's like at this point, I'm like, I don't really think we're going to see Michael Fassbender's Magneto, which I'll be pissed because, like, one, like Wanda, she, she, it's supposed to like. She's supposed to be the villain for this next Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness movie, and it's like, well, where's all this multiverse stuff? Because clearly Pietro wasn't, isn't, you know, Quicksilver from the multi from the X Men movies, which well, is fine. We we don't know though. Correct. Yeah, we we don't know, but it they're gonna have to cram a lot of exposition into Episode Nine if he is. That's why, and it's just like fifty. It's like fifty minutes. There's no way you can do it because even in those fifty minutes. 10 of those fucking minutes are just for the credits and like yeah, I get it you have to give people credit that's why they call credits yeah but it's like well then make it fucking an hour and you know like I don't know I just well, my well, grand- so here, here, here's a couple theories mm-hmm. when it comes to Quicksilver one you know we saw the end credit scene where he goes Snooper's gonna snoop and you assume it's sinister you assume that this Quicksilver, this fake Pietro is working as an agent for Agatha and caught her snooping. A lot of people have theorized that 
fake Pietro is now not under Agatha's spell and was also snooping, trying to figure something out. Now there's a, there's a couple gripes about that. Agatha specifically says, I would have used your own brother's dead body for this illusion, but he's on another continent. If she has trouble getting that body from another continent, surely she'll have even more trouble pulling a different Quicksilver from another multiverse continuity. So there's that. I don't know. Uh, I and I also have a feeling that this, if there is a secret cameo and that they're not trolling us, that it's going to happen at the very end of the end credit scene. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a stinger, and then it's going to go to black, and then you're like, ah, oh, what happens? So... Yeah, I mean, this, again, and this is me, like, obviously, I want more. And that's what yes. Marvel's supposed to do. They're supposed to leave you wanting more. Um, if there, if there's only legit one more episode and there's not this secret ninth, this secret 10th episode, I don't think... They got a lot of work to do. <laughs> they got a lot of fucking work to do. Like, yeah. a lot of fucking work. And I don't know if they can pull it off. Well, here's another thing, too. I was talking with my brother, and I think a lot of that anxiety, because I I feel it, too, and I'm pretty sure everyone that's a fan of the show does, a lot of that anxiety uh, comes from the fact that we're making a lot of assumptions about the show that haven't been explicitly told to us. Like, we're expecting a Mephisto reveal, or a lot of people are, at least, or a Nightmare reveal, which is, is they're big characters that would require some explanation, which would take time off of that 50-minute runtime that like maybe we just assume that maybe that doesn't even happen so that's a big chunk of what we expected not being there um the other thing is like we're not sure about that 10th episode which would offer a lot of exposition and the other thing is you know we're thinking about this vision versus vision fight does this mean it's the end of vision or are they gonna like my theory was always White Vision is going to fight Wanda's Vision, who we we saw can't leave the hex. But does she somehow merge that version into the white body I, so he can exist in the real world? I think that might be something that happens. But if she's the villain, then what does that leave for Vision? I definitely think that they'll do some sort of chicanery where, uh, yeah. you know, we get we get West Coast Avengers vision basically the white vision and because this this, i mean the thing we learned is this vision is it's a manifestation of her memories of vision like it's like the it's all the good stuff yeah like the vision is dead he is 100 percent dead and you know there's a scene she's like i can't feel you and that's because he's gone he's dead so this is a brand new you know that's why he has to get caught up on some things because there's you know where he's like talking with darcy in the previous episode where he's like and then okay this Okay, and then that hat. Oh, all right, and that also happened. Okay, and this, you know, like he's learning all these things. Um, I definitely think we'll get that new vision because, like, post this, like, post the show. Come on, you gotta bring vision back. Um, but again, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll kind of just wrap it up there. Um, yeah, I'll. I'm interested to see what they do. Um, I'll either be very. Yeah. I'll either listen. I'll either be very happy or very upset next week. Uh, and you know, let's let's flip the coin and and, and see what happens well, with that. And, and here's the other thing too. I think we're also assuming that this show is a one and done. The kind of the way they're talking about it is, you know, we'll have shows that continue as a show, and then we have some shows that just serve the purpose of getting to a movie. 
So we're assuming that like there's no continuation of this show, which would suck if we don't have answers. But like if they do plan on somehow extending the show, I don't know how they would do it. You know, maybe they feel a little more comfortable leaving some stuff left unanswered until season two. Um, but we just don't know. That's yeah. that's really we're uncertain, and it's it's really bothering everyone. So yeah, but the one thing I am certain about though, Dave, is uh, how awesome this week's episode is. Uh, we sat down this week with Stupid Michael, um, which is fun. Like because I I tend like whenever we have like. F- people that work with us you know members of the pwt cast um it tends to just flow a little bit smoother probably be probably yeah. be, what's up it flows a little bit we, we know each other very well and there's like a shorthand between all of us that you know yeah and we this, don't worry about stuff and this week's episode definitely an interesting one it literally goes all over the place at one <laughs> at one point and i won't spoil it for you but like at one point uh, Dave says something that I was trying to make a joke out of and not even a joke on the nature of, you know, said event, but more so just like, Oh, I remember when that happened and this happened to me, but it led to like you and Michael having this really like smart and thoughtful, like talk about just, uh, all this stuff that happened. And I was just like, Oh, I feel like a real piece of shit right now. And then you got to serve up your joke. <laughs> yeah, I like because this is really, really heavy to, or like a really long way for me to deliver this stupid joke that's uh, not even really all that funny. Um, yeah, this week, you know, we brought back Stupid Michael. Really fun episode. It's a, it's a little bit of a meteor one. So uh, we'll go ahead and just get right to it. Uh, you know, this week, episode 83 featuring uh, none other than Stupid Michael. Dave, the old adage goes, card subject to change. Uh, Tony Khan, too busy to be on the show. Friend of the show, Kevin F. Way too busy. There's so many of those Marvel shows coming out, way too busy. CM Punk, I didn't ask him just because... We're scared. We're scared. And uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, he's off in the woods of Canada, so it's very hard to reach him. Uh, But in in their place, we got someone even better. Uh, We've had him on before. If you guys enjoy the pro wrestling tees website this man is the person behind it uh he's always working fervently on getting that website to work despite us uh <laughs> being on his shoulders much like a like a little devil just and angel, messing it up constantly just yelling at him yeah. yeah yelling obscenities at him uh he runs m3 toys you know wonderful sponsor of the show if you have it over use the promo code pwt cast get a whole ass 10 percent off uh you guys know him. we're you know what are we doing introducing him it's michael michael What's up? How you doing? Good, good. Uh, Tired. That was a really dynamic. Uh, yeah, entrance. it's been a long week. Long week. Why did we launch anything special? No, like, nothing. Just some figures that no one can find in stores. <laughs> yeah, I have. Like, I don't know about you guys. I had not as many people as I thought I would be. Like, hey, you guys have those AEW yeah. figures in stock now? And I was just like, yep, they already sold out. <laughs> Quick. Yeah. Including my brother, which I was like, I've told you before. Let me know. I'm like, I'm not just gonna. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, and I was like, It's fine. You don't need any more. Yeah. I got you all of Wave One and Three for Christmas. You'll fine. You'll be fine without Wave Two. Uh, but yeah, it's been pretty busy as far as like on your guys' side this week at the shop. I mean, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's it's been hectic. Yeah. Yeah, between like the way the series two unrivaled, the brawlers, and then the brawlers Wave One, which was a hit, and like. 
literally almost every big release that we do, and Michael knows this, like, because it's normally me and him working on these products at the same time, just on like different ends of the website. Inevitably, whenever there's a large launch that requires like hairpin turn coordination, and uh, we need to be ready, and no matter what we think we have in place. One, there's always some kind of big change that happens like an hour before the release. Or 15 minutes before. Yeah, or 15 minutes before. <laughs> and then it's pandemonium. And then something always goes wrong within like the first, we'll say, half hour. And then it's Ryan messaging us, I'm so fucked. You guys are losing me so much money. What the fuck? And then we find whatever the small problem was and, and then we, we fix, fix it. Yeah. But because of that, and you know, I'll let you talk about it, Like, I swear I've gotten 50% more gray hairs than I've had in my you know leading up to this point oh, it's been a stressful two weeks yeah it has i mean luckily everything went good obviously everything sold out mm-hmm. so that was the idea behind these figures and making you know shop aw kind of like the one-stop shop for mm-hmm. everything aw then we added them on pwt which was a great idea to do that so hopefully we get the next waves because that's what people want yeah you know hopefully we get the reskins or whatever of wave one and wave three we'll see what happens but so far so good it sold out in what same day yeah, yeah I day mean, one. W- with a couple exceptions, but right. like for the most part, like the vast majority sold out. Yeah, and I think it made a lot of people happy because these are still hard to find. I've yet mm-hmm. to see one in store. I've to this I day. I know you I, saw some, but I yeah, I saw some. But, to this yeah. day, I've never seen like an AEW figure in the wild, and I remember like Wave One, I think it was like. Me and Johnny were using Brickseek. He was like, he was in the city, and I was, I and I, yeah, because it was like right around the time of the pandemic. I was just driving around like suburb to suburb, yeah, all these like different ones. And then it turned out I purposely didn't go to one because my cousin worked there, and I and I had or I had told her that I wasn't of like available to hang out that day or whatever because you were out hunting these. <laughs> no, Jesus. this was this was like even prior to that, and I was oh. like, well, fuck, I was like, I can't go, and I guess that one did have one or two. So that's what I got for being a bad cousin. But like, no, I mean, I I wound up getting. I don't know if you guys noticed, but like, Brickseek's been really unreliable lately. Yeah, I mean, the problem with these is that the the UPC is an assortment, Mm -hmm. so they're all Cody. Yeah, they just happen to be Cody, all of them. But if you go and you see them, they're 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 not just Cody. It's an assortment, a six pack or whatever. Yeah, and like people are looking for chases. We didn't get any chases because ours were repacked. So yeah. But it's it's impossible to find. Target has them now. Haven't seen one at Target yet. Yeah, I mean, for all you guys that are collecting stuff, like me personally, I mean, if anyone knows about me, I'm a huge Ninja Turtles toy collector. Oh, really? So like, <laughs> you like Ninja Turtles? Yeah, like my entire desk and like behind me is like a, a NECA billboard. But yeah, like, it's overflowing on my desk. Thank you. <laughs> it's not on your desk. It's getting there. No, mm. you have one Godzilla tail on your desk. <laughs> but no, like. People will do things like Brick Seek and like, you know, they'll do these weird releases. And like what I found was like sometimes the employees will know exactly what they have. Oh, of course. And they won't stock it. Right. You know, there have been people that have seen whole NECA boxes behind Dude, counters. I so there was I was looking for an iPad and uh I was just like just online looking and it said that Walmart over on North Avenue and Diversity <laughs> that they Good each, look. Yeah, they each had um because it was at one fifty six. And normally they're like three hundred oh, or whatever. All the clearance stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I fucking drove over there to both of them, and both employee and at both different stores, and the employees are like, "Oh, we don't have those." And I'm like, "I know, I fucking know you're yeah, holding on to them." Of course, it's like I, I know you are. Uh, but it's happened before too. Like I remember, I had an ex girlfriend who was trying to get me. There's uh the Shining, the Grady Twins Chase, mm. and those are like 
it's hard to get Target exclusives. Yeah. It's even harder to get chases. Mm-hmm. And she knew someone who worked at Target. And so she was, and th- mind you, this is her friend. And her friend was like, oh, sorry. Like, I would love to help you, but I'm going to flip these. <laughs> like, I would love to help you and yeah. like, make your boyfriend's Christmas, but money. And but, it was just like, but fuck you. Yeah. I was like, hey, <laughs> totally get it. Um, no, but to this day, I haven't seen one in the wild. And like, occasionally, like you'll see people like, oh, I found like two chases in one day, and I'm like, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, right. You found yeah. one and f- took two pictures of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's and it's also it's always like, oh, in Bumblefuck, Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like well, that's the anytime we were going on. Um, so these released, uh, we were still in like softball season, and then we would travel to other towns. And I'm like, this Bumblefuck town, I know nobody's <laughs> getting AEW figures, and I would go, and all the pegs were clear. I was like, what the fuck? Can I get <laughs> yeah. like. Are these people in like Lincoln? Yeah, it's, hardcore it's AEW Jazzwares collectors. No, it's it's been insane. I mean, just trying to find that wave anywhere. And I think, like I said, it made a lot of people happy because I'm more like the social guy when it comes to posting these mm-hmm. when releases. So I posted these in all the groups, and people were like thankful that they were getting released. But then they started selling out quick. I think yeah. Mox was first to go. That sold out in like two well, hours. And and you know, with stuff like this too, we've been putting like a limit of like one two or two. Per, yeah. This mm-hmm. one was two, but yeah, like otherwise you'll have people that will literally load their cart with as many as they can. Yeah, dirty flippers. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do you speaking of dirty flippers, do you remember how like how much fun like Dave, you, you like bringing it up, being able to find these like smaller stores that just nobody goes to. Mm-hmm. Like before M three toys and yeah. when we first started like getting into the chase of pops like actually going and like finding them like walking into a target and like like most recently with me the last time it happened was there was um, a Yu-Gi-Oh! six inch pop slide mm. for the sky dragon and oh, i remember yeah. there's a one target over here on uh larabee that like nobody goes to for some reason they, right. al- they always have their pops in stock and like i remember me mark and johnny were looking for them couldn't fucking find them and because i remember at one point it said they had six in like rosemont or something and monica was gonna go like Mm -hmm. she was like i'm going i'm heading home i can check that way anyway and then some one of johnny's friends was like at target he was like go check there and they were like already out and even though it said it had like eight so we're like fuck so like i'm at work and i see that it says they have six and i'm like all right fuck it i'm gonna just go over there after work i doubt they'll have it and like I walk over there, and it was actually the secret that you taught me. So I go over there, look at the wall, nothing's over there. And I'm like, all right, where's the electronics counter? And then oh, yeah. sure enough, right there behind the electronics counter, and I'm just like the box. The box, it's just sitting there. <laughs> yep. And I just look to my right, look to my left. All right, no one's here. That's my and box. I just yeah, I just take the whole thing. <laughs> That's what Monica used to do. Yeah, and I'm like walking up to the counter. I can't do that. No, oh, no, no chance. No, <laughs> I let Monica do the dirty work when it comes to that. I can't do that. Well, I mean, I was just like, fuck this. I was like, I'm because there was, you know, there was a piece of shit employee that used to work with us. Uh, I'm not gonna fucking name him, but you know, it was a it was a real shooty thing that he fucking did. I mean, shitty thing that he did, <laughs> but um, he was going around like all the other targets and fucking taking them. Uh, and so I was like, all right, well, I fuck, I know they're here. I got to get them now. And so I just remember going up to the counter and I'm like at the self check and I'm like, you know, this fucking lady's going to say something. I know she's going to say something. And I'm scanning all three of them. I go and I fucking put my card in and just at, as fast. I think I put my credit card in so I didn't even have to put in any like actual pin information. <laughs> check out. And I'm, at this point, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. This lady says like, oh, you're not out to get all three of them. I'm going to suck my dick because I just did. <laughs> and no, sure enough, I like walk out the store and I'm like, Ugh. you the know, rush. it was that like, yeah, that rush. Yeah. Right. yeah, because again, it like. 
that doesn't happen as much as it used to. And for the most part, hey, Michael, did you get these? Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, or like, oh, no, we, we're not going to get them. They're uh, Amazon. Or whatever. Yeah, they're an Amazon exclusive or some shit like that. Yeah, but it, it's gotten even crazier. Like, I'm in a bunch of these toy groups, like local groups, and you'll see what people do. Oh, my God. Like, they'll, like, I think Target does something still where some stuff is register locked. Like, they can't sell it until a certain date, but they already have it out yeah. by mistake. Someone will just grab another pop and just scan the other pop. So whatever, it messes up the inventory, but they get it early. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with these figures, too, that people, they're going to be in stock everywhere, obviously. Yeah. But they just can't wait and they want them now. It's like the same thing with the figures. We shipped them out in a week. Yeah. Not even days, actually. Yeah. And yeah. Then people are already like, where's my figure? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, I think it's more of an impatient thing, but I understand how collectors are, especially when they've been waiting months for these. So it's like. Uh, speaking of like dirty tricks, uh, you know, I was talking about like Ninja Turtle figures. So there's this new two pack that comes out. It's like the Rat King and this guy named like Vernon. Mm-hmm. People would g- find them at like their Target because they're Target exclusive. Pull the figures out at home and then put like two GI Joes in there <laughs> and then return them. And like the people are like, I don't know what this is. So like they would accept them. And like people are taking photos of like how it looks now. Post stuffed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, you, you guys are sneaky. Dude, I, I I don't really cut. So, I kind of want to start buying Power Ranger figures now oh, because no. I saw the ones that you have, the Lightning Collection. Yeah, yeah the no. Lightning Collection because Hasbro put them out and like they're a lot nicer. Like we talked last week about yeah. how like they used to have like the old shitty ones where like the heads would just flip. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this uh, specifically in space. It's a two pack one that Target has. But the last like and. I'm sure I can find it somewhere, but like the last two or three targets that I've been to, they have them. But like if I look at the paint job terrible Mm -hmm. like the paint job just looks fucking like dog shit and i'm like it's 40 bucks i was like i i'm gonna i'm gonna take them out of the packaging anyway you know like i'm not gonna save them to get autographed or anything yeah but still i'm like no it's fine because even with like with funko pops like i mean all all these little guys staring at us like i used to be very like "Ah, this box isn't it now i just now you just yeah i just i don't care but like even if like if it has like a bad paint job which happened to me one time. I bought some, like some Funko Pop for like ten bucks, and then I got it, and I was like, "I know why this was ten dollars." Well, you, you know what's been cool? I toy talk with Scrump and Stank and <laughs> Stupid Michael, but like, <laughs> um, so for like uh, those Hasbro Power Rangers, they released. Uh, I think it was like the white Dino Ranger or something, and everyone was like, "Oh, I want it so bad!" And they saw like all the like the production shots, and then. They they missed a whole section of paint on his visor. And oh every, yeah, and then people were like coloring it in. There was like a black outline. That's I mean, an obsession. But Hasbro did good, and if you had one, you could actually ask for a replacement head, and they would oh, okay. send one out. Uh, same thing with Super Seven. Super Seven, like they fucked up, like an Ultimate Panthro and Jackal Man from the Thundercats line. And if you bought them, and they said even if you bought them third party, like off of eBay or something. You could just ask, and they'll send you a replacement head or like belt or whatever they messed up. Yeah, kind of cool that some of these guys. I think that what they realize is like they're not kids that are buying these anymore. These are high end adult yeah. collectors, and we got a little bit more disposable income. Right. And if they just take a second to like do a little service, you know, they'll get our business. But yeah, that happened with like with NECA. So we carry NECA figures, and I think it was last year we did the pre order for the Back to the Future line. Mm-hmm. We put the mocks obviously up for pre-order. When they came in, they didn't look like the <laughs> mock. So people were complaining about that. I'm like, that's out of our control. We're just right. selling the figures. But 
People were complaining about that. The same thing with the figures are complaining about the paint jobs on them. And then we see that even with like the micro brawlers where mm-hmm. people complain like something's off in the eye or there's a mark on the face yeah. or the chase stickers off or like it it's getting to that level anymore now that it it's not just a toy it's a real collectible now. Well, speaking of Jesus. the micro brawlers, um, so like one of our bigger experience like people complain no matter how we release them oh god but we did like an experiment with (laughs) big van vader where we did like it's limited but it's limited to 24 hours right and it it sold a lot like before the macho man i think this was like the most of like a single yeah uh micro brawler that we'd ever sold so it was a good experiment um and then when we got them in uh there's one and i i think ryan's giving it to me there's one uh Big Van Vader Mastodon micro brawler with a piece of bread in the packaging. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like someone must have been eating. The, the, the... the packaging sealed. It's completely sealed. And there's a there's a chunk of bread, maybe yeah. <laughs> the size of like a roly poly. But <laughs> and I said, holy shit, can I have that one? Because I've got to be. I I hope I'm the only one with a piece of bread in yeah <laughs> in my Vader insane micro brawler. Did that one time. I, I I know it's not a piece of bread in it. But one time I just uh, I was going to buy a birthday card for a friend of mine, and I go and it was at Kohl's because like I work then, and at Kohl's you could fucking return anything. Yeah, they don't care. They don't give a fuck. The <laughs> amount of disgusting clothes Paul and I like the amount of disgust. There was this one man who would come like the day after he had just partied. The clothes are still like wet and smells like cologne, and there's he like, would fucking return it. Yeah, like glitter on it, <laughs> dude. He, like, yeah, it, it, it's disgusting. But I go to get a fucking birthday card, and I'm like looking random ones, see what they say. I open one up, and it's like, "Happy birthday, Sammy! Grandma loves you." And I was like, oh, "I have to get her this one," you know. And like, I wrote like around Wait, it. Someone returned. Someone returned a, card? a birthday card. Yeah, like how shitty is that? That like, and it's not the same as like bread in it, but it just reminded me of like instantly. I was like, I how have, cheap do you have to be to return a birthday card? I don't know. It was fucked up, especially too that it's like your grandma gave it to you. You know, like Hallmark cards are expensive from Nana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it was, I, even then, I don't, I don't think it was like one of the expensive cards. I think it was like one of like the shitty like oh, two, maybe like three dollar ones or something like that. That's um, but yeah, no, with like imperfections like that, like I don't, you know. I don't really see the big deal, but I'm also not like as like crazy of a collector as some of these people are. Like I'm in that micro brother group, and some of these Jesus. things these fucking people complain about. Well, that's I had to personally leave. And listen, I liked probably most. I, I think we talked about this before, but mm-hmm. I, I like most of the people in the group. But there's some people that just had no no sense of boundary. Like you could be an enthusiast for Jewel Osco, and you could love their produce. <laughs> Shout section. out Jewel Osco. Yeah, right. <laughs> But like you don't go to the produce guy and find him on Facebook and then email, hey when you getting them good carrots in yeah how, how about how about those corn on the cows hey what my mango fu- was a little bruised yeah hey uh when when is the parsley gonna be reupped and it's like <laughs> yeah it's nine thirty and you're asking me about stock about microball it it just got too much and then yeah not, not only that any group that collects or any fandom's gonna have you know I'll be nice and say ten or twenty percent of people that are just they love to gripe about whatever they like. Right. And it just like especially when you're so close to it like me like Right. I love I love designing the microballers. We're doing a lot of them so sometimes it's a, ch- a chore but like when someone's just shitting on everything and really 
from every point in the production, from like the art to the you know to the ideas of which ones we're gonna do, we're really trying to make everyone happy. Right. And when they just find like the tiniest thing to bitch about, it kind of undoes all the good you've done. Right. And I think that's why it bothers like me or you or even Frank that loves to troll in there because it's like yeah. it's it's we our care about the right. It's our thing. Yeah. Right. It's our thing. And when people find something to complain about, it's like we kind of go in there and like back it up and like protect the yeah. product or the company. Like we don't let people like shit on it or some reason. Yeah, we're like Papa Bears, right? So so protecting it, it, our I've, yeah. I've got pro wrestling tees tattooed on me, so clearly, <laughs> I, like I, I'm like that too. Something where I get like really defensive. Did you get a free cruise out of that tattoo? No, oh. I would never. <laughs> I would never get a tattoo for a cruise. Only an idiot would. Uh, but no, like I, I get what you mean. Where it's like you get like really defensive, and I, and it because like it's weird with us still because like we're a small company but we're also big but we're also big you yeah. know like it's i don't think it still hits anyone though yeah no definitely like i mean thinking thinking about like where we were five years ago right. when i started to like where we are now like it's still it's still just like crazy yeah. you right. know like we're on our fourth like these giant warehouses yeah and yeah we just keep running out of room well and even at the size that we're at um and like with the successes that have spawned off the store, like the amount of accessibility that Ryan has with everyone is sometimes a little alarming. Like, like if you're in the VIP group, sometimes it's buck wild. It's like the wild west in there. And like (laughs) Ryan will get a bug up his ass and he'll just start shooting off. And then like someone like Jimmy, who's new with us, he'll be like, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you guys? And we're just like, you know, we're having fun trolling everyone, but um, you know, for, for people that are uninitiated or from the outside, they're like, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah, it's 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 a little bit different work here. It's not like a corporate environment, and yeah. it's like it's fun, but we get everything done, which yeah. is great. So it's like once something's launched, the product's launched, or something sells out, cool, our job's done. We we did good. So yeah. well, I, I also think like at the level that we're at, especially with how tightly knit most of us are in right. the group. Like, if you're not up to snuff or you're not carrying your weight, it's very evident to everyone that, like, you're the sore thumb that's sticking out. And so, like, it kind of makes everyone get in line and, and, you know, get on board with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like my favorite thing is just, like, how, how, like, passive-aggressive, like, I'll constantly just, like, I do it to Paul all the time (laughs) because Paul gets mad whenever Zisselman, like, gets on his case about, like, Paul, you're not working hard enough. But it's usually the case where, like, Eric, you're also not working hard enough. So my favorite thing, and I like all the time, is Paul's a hard worker. That guy, you know, he comes in a little bit later than everyone, but he'll stay as as late as need be. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So <laughs> he'll usually be like at his workstation. He'll leave for like, or he'll leave and like help someone out. Like this was the case today. He left. He was helping Johnny because Johnny left to go do his taxes. So he's helping Johnny with his job, right. and so it gets a little bit backed up for Paul. The minute Johnny gets back, the minute he gets fucking back. It's like, damn, Paul. I was like, what are you going to go to fucking print any goddamn label? They're just on it. Anything he would say, just any, like, just jumping on it, you know? And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't care that he's, you know, because like, I know he's going to, like, do all of it. But it's very much just, like, the way we all kind of just give each other shit. Because, like you mentioned, like, there's definitely, there's definitely some people that don't pick up the slack. And, like, I'm at the point now where it's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll yeah. go over there and be like, Especially as because we're as far, so busy. Well, as far as it pertains yeah, to like insane. as as far as it pertains to like my area, like listen, if, if a printer is not printing, I'm not fucking printing. Man- I'm not yeah. print manager. Yeah. I'm not gonna you know. Same way with like, you know, like I'm sure if someone in your area, like if someone in your area wasn't doing work, right, and fucking the print manager came over and was like, ah, 
holy hell, you're not doing enough work. You guys would be like, who the, Get the fuck out of here? Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, but it's, there's, uh, like you mentioned, like I'll describe, like, when, it, it's always like, when I meet girls and like I start telling them about like what I do for work, it's always like seeing their reaction. I almost like telling them more so what I do in person because it's seeing their reaction because they give you their like, so you, huh? Like you guys, Okay, so you print T-shirts, but you're also this like giant wrestling conglomerate where you do, you know, A, B, and C, and you're also this like massive online retail store, but you've actually got a brick and mortar store, and then there's also a wrestling school, a toy business, and like a horror theme and an uh, online community. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. What? Okay, you know, it's just like it's weird describing like what it is. Not even to like just girls, but like even to like friends and family, like, yeah. like holidays. It's like oh, like. And so what do you guys do? <sighs> well, and then just explaining all that, and they're just like, oh. Yeah. Okay. E- even with friends that I've known for years, like, they'll ask, like, oh, what do you do there? Like, oh, you guys just print shirts? I'm like, no. Michael's like, I do everything there. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not just shirts. Trust me. Well, also, like, while we're shitting on each other, like, in, in our room, we all kind of pile up on Michael just because it's fun. I don't know. But, like, you know, he gives it out as good as he takes it. But <laughs> take oh, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, there's days that I'm in there and I I've never laughed as hard as I do as like I do at work. But like, none of us are above it. Even like Ryan, like I don't know if I should tell this, but I will anyways. Uh, Ryan was trying to disable like a couple products on the website, <laughs> and he accidentally disabled the entire website, like every skew. He won't admit it though, and he won't admit it to this day still. But he's like, he emailed me. He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. I was like, what? <laughs> And he's like, uh, somehow all the products got disabled. Somehow. I was like, all the products? He's like, yeah, uh, I don't know what happened. I was like, well, I, I was like, I wasn't on in the back end at all. I was like, what happened? He goes, well, I was disabling like three products and all of them got disabled. I was like, oh, so you did it. He's like, no, something else. And he wouldn't admit. And like me and Michael give him shit all the time about yeah. <laughs> disabling the entire site. Yeah. The problem is like, you know. Not every product is enabled by default. There's some people that have gone on to NXT and they've had to close their store. So it's not as easy as just re-enabling everything. Then we had to go back and we're like, which wrestlers Mm -hmm. disabled, which have left, which are retired and they're not selling. And so it was like a big debacle that he won't admit he started. (laughs) Well, I think that's always the best part. Like with me and Frank, like with me and Frank is because it's like Ryan relies on like whatever you guys aren't doing. You guys are more in like the like the technical aspect yeah. me and frank are more so like yeah, the boots rough. on the ground yeah. yeah so it's always like one of those things where like one of us will fuck up and it's like which one was it yeah oh, okay it's like it's better you than me and like, that's the best feeling when it's not you yeah oh. like oh it's the back yeah well, like like, <laughs> sp- like speaking of speaking of jimmy like i was explaining to him where um like i deal i deal with a lot of like uh wrestlers orders you know like mm-hmm. like for instance like personal orders yeah like this this weekend will is uh revolution mm-hmm. um and so i'm i've been tasked with or next weekend not this weekend next weekend is revolution well this weekend as far yeah, as listening, as you know what i hearing. fucking mean yeah. um i've been tasked with like okay make sure that you know uh there's this batch of shirts that have to go to the town there's this batch of shirts that have to go to this and he just orders 13 boxes of t-shirts and i gotta sit there and decipher through different invoices and it's gonna change six fucking times before they actually have to ship and it's just it's such a headache but like i was explaining that to jimmy and i was just like yeah i was like and he was like oh so it's all gonna get done right i was like probably not i was like but i was like as far as i'm concerned i need to make sure that it's 
that organized your side. that it looks like what it says and then if a printer messes it up or you know it gets whatever i was like that's on them yeah i was like i did my job as far as like getting it done and you know like clearly if there's an issue like i'll help solve the issue right but there's no better feeling than when ryan is on a rampage screaming and who did this who did that and i go what is what's the issue Oh, I, it wasn't me. It was Roga. Or, oh, it wasn't me. It was Isselman. <laughs> you know, like just the best. I mean, like, you know, not to say like we'll all throw each other on the bus, but, but there's. But you're not going to throw yourself under oh, the bus. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> like I've learned a lot from Frank, and it's like there's a lot of buses and a lot of fucking people there, and uh, you know, just yeah, do we got to do something? Got to play Frogger. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, no, especially like this week too. Um, it's just like uh, on the boring, like technical part of it. It's like we, we're kind of changing the way everything works. Oh man, that's been fun. It, but it's it's touched every single product on the website in a negative way for all of us. It's yeah. just been like hell week. See, I feel bad because it's like I was waiting for the guy to like train me on what my part is. The easiest thing, he's like scan this and then press that button. I'm like, all right, sweet, got that. What what else? That's it. That's all you got to do. I was like, oh, okay. That's all I got to do. He's like, that's it. Then you bring it over to Zisselman. I was like, perfect. Beautiful. I love this system. It's the easiest thing in the world. I'm like, I don't even have to. Nope. You don't even have to package these things. You just got to print them and bring them over there. And I'm like, wow. I was like, I love this system. Thank you, Ryan. It is so much easier. But then like, I see poor Michael. Like, I've, I've, seen, I've seen Michael this week in the back more than <laughs> oh, yeah. like more than i've ever seen him in the back like, yeah it's, just period it's been insane the new system i mean it, i i think it's finally done now and it's working good but just setting up the printers and setting up the the system so it reads everything right the and barcode scanners the barcode scanners i mean it's gonna save a lot of time and hopefully get orders out faster and more efficiently but man but how how dejected geez. did the system guy look when he left today oh poor guy <laughs> he he's been He's been dealing with all the printing machines and like the printers, the printers. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, sorry. What was that? I farted. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but uh, not only that, but like renaming of the SKUs and then in the back end, if something's got a, uh, if something's a light DTG print with a back, everything's got to be named properly. And like you know, when you're talking, Thousands. it's got to be two hundred thousand product SKUs. You know, and then sometimes you have to change them manually. Like we've been we've been handing the baton off between like checking stuff off in the back end, renaming SKUs, yeah, deleting back options, just all sorts of stuff. That's really I'm sure you guys are very enthralled to hear about. <laughs> but like this guy comes out and he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna leave. Is there anything you need? Because when I leave, I don't want like seventeen thousand <laughs> questions for you at home. Like he was complete. He hates our store. <laughs> oh, for sure. Now, yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean. I think it will mean something like it's going to be more streamlined, easier for us in the long run. Faster turnarounds. Faster turnarounds, um, less redundancies in certain areas. And, like, you know, just a smoother printing, shipping experience. Yeah. Experience. I mean, the good thing, too, is like we we figured out how to do the, the split shipments. So that's like when people ordered the figures with shirts this week. Yeah. We got the figures out right away. What? Because we had them. Because yeah. we had them already. So, like, anything that's in stock ships right away now. So. That system makes it a little bit easier for that. So if anyone orders that, you kind of know that stuff's going out first. So, so yeah. Right, what are you I'm sorry. There's a lot of echoing. This microphone <laughs> stand of mine has just been going up and down. It's singing. Yeah, it's singing. But yeah, no. Listen, a lot, lot of technical talk on that end. Um, I'll change it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Michael, your What's dad up? was your dad was in Home Alone too. No, oh, Jesus. Yes, I, I still don't believe you. 
What do you mean? I saw. I, I sent you the screenshot. He's yeah, but in, I didn't see him. He's in the O'Hare part where they're running. Where they're running through. Yeah, he runs through. Yeah, yeah. He's which, on the I corner. Mean, right cool. which, like, he's been how, in a couple movies. Like, wait, he's been in a, what other movies? Extra. Like, he's been an extra in a couple movies. Uh, he was in Boogie Nights. No, not Boogie Nights. <laughs> Uh yeah, Home Alone two. He was in. I can't remember the name of this other movie. Uh, what's this guy's name? I can't remember his name. It was another movie he was in. So yeah, it was like a that. real good Hollywood black. It was a real good one. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, Fugitive. There we go. Oh, what? Yeah, he really? was. A, yeah, he was a, a doctor in it. They're all covered up, so you can't see him. But he was. But in you there. know it's, Oh yeah, nice. his car was in one of the scenes. Dang. Yeah. Wait. So your dad. Was it he? Did he want to be an actor? No. So basically, where he was working, he was working at a place in Rosemont, and the company that he was working with, someone there did this on the side. So they had a hookup where, like, a casting agency would just get extras. So the extras they got were from his job. So every so every couple weeks, he would just do like extra gigs, and they got paid well for doing that. Yeah. So he met like all the Home Alone two people, the mom, the you know Macaulay Culkin at the time, everything like that. And he would bring home like <laughs> he would bring home like screeners after <laughs> like stuff like that. So it was cool. Wow, Wait, so is your dad in the SAG? No, this, no, no. Oh, he got the hookup for a while though. I'm gonna make him IMDb. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, you know what you, are, we should, you should also do. Your dad looks great bald. You should consider that, Michael. No, I'm, I still got hair. <laughs> no, you, I good. mean you still do, but like yeah. you know, yeah, some you have some. Yeah, you it's it's hanging in there. Uh, you know what's funny? Speaking of extras, um, during the Biden inauguration, they played this video of like, they, I think they were singing in a Demi Lovato song or oh, something. Jesus. And some lady from Elgin was in the video. And we knew because there's a famous, like, some crazy guy in Elgin built a castle. What? Like, with a, like a, like a drawbridge door and everything. Like, it's literally a cat. I'll take a picture of it. But like, this lady's standing in front of it. I was like, how the fuck did this lady from Elgin get in the Biden video? I didn't get any invites. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, it's like when uh, there was a little boy named Braden Harrington. <laughs> and my Braden Harrington, my buddy Braden Harrington, his Twitter started blowing up. And, every, and I was like, what What is it? What did this idiot do? What did he tweet out that all of a sudden everyone's just like, oh, Braden Harrington, you're so brave. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And it was just that little boy. But you, you talked about Home Alone, too. And both mm-hmm. of you guys have kids. Like, in hindsight, like... Though, like he should have been taken away from from that family, <laughs> like child protective services yeah. should have taken him away. I mean, listen, the first time, what are you gonna do? Uh, you know, okay, happened the first time, whatever. But like the second time, yeah, no, I'm like fuck that. You guys he are was very at, negligent. He was at least home alone, not you, in New York. You would think that uh, that would be the one kid you always kept track of. I could understand if you misplaced another kid, right. but not that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that meme that they show now, like how Home Alone would be if it happened now. Like, yeah. oh, it's just you call them and it's like the end. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like if you had been left home alone for that period of time, would you have been scared? I would have thrived, I think. I probably, well, you know, I, I talk about this a lot with my sister now because like my oldest nephew, he's he's going to be 10 this year. So he's nine. And like sometimes she'll be like, oh, but I'm like, dude, just leave him alone. Like. My mom and dad used to leave us. She's like, yeah, but it was at least the both of us. And, like, you know, we made sure that 
neither of us like died but i think that's a scary thing though when being a parent it's like ah uh, like because you're always thinking oh my kid's gonna fall and bang his head yeah i don't remember when i was left alone like like you get to a point where it's like you don't want to go with your parents to the store anymore and it's like what the teens yeah. maybe or early teens i don't know I, I don't remember i remember when i was young like uh every saturday i'd go to my grandma's house yeah but pretty much as soon as the sun went up i just left and just like went on adventures and like I would do stuff like I would go down church steps on my bicycle and almost like you know your wheels are bouncing and you almost flip over and crack your head up. I've been hit by cars on my bike. Um, I've lit things on fire in alleys, like all this dumb shit. Like if I imagine my daughter doing it, I'd be like, "What is wrong with you?" Right. But like you know, we got away with it because it was a different time. Dude, even with me, like me and Ivan, Elisa's fiance, my, my cousin's fiance, um, all we would do like I was just having this conversation um, with someone the other day. Because they were like, oh, I grew up in Chicago, but like basically on just the opposite side of the city. Right. And I was like, oh, I grew up over here. And I don't know. I was like, all we did was just like we'd go to – and same thing. As soon as, like, as soon as the fucking sun was up, like on a weekend, yeah. I mean, as soon as the sun was up, just out. And then, all right, it's dark out. Got to go home. Yeah. You know, like I don't even – like my parents, I think it was just like you got to be home before 10 because that's when curfew kicks in and you yeah. the rest of that's on you. But – we would just like walk like we we're mall rats yeah you know mm. like that like especially like the movie mall rats i was watching it the other day i'm like there's no way this would apply to like any kid like yeah they have no concept of it now you no, just don't no go like it was and it was almost weird like i remember last year maybe no not last year like two years ago me and paul went to whitfield for like black friday shopping all fucking kids yeah mm-hmm. and i was just like this is i'm like this is the most kids i've seen in a mall yeah period but like None, none of them were shopping. Mm-hmm. They're just hanging out and running and around. And the old man in me was like, they should be shopping. But I was like, oh, well, guess what, you fucking idiot? This oh, is what yeah. you this is what you and Ivan did. You would go to the, you'd go to the hip and just walk around. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, just, oh, wow, I should really buy this. We, you, you know, it's weird, though, too. Now, like, I'm terrified to let my daughter do that stuff. But, like, back then, we didn't have any access to call our parents if we got in trouble or right. hurt. Now, like, I could just be like, hey, what are you doing? And my daughter would be like, I'm, I'm here. Hey, her. here, here's a video of me where I'm at. And, like, it should feel safer to do stuff like that. But it, yeah, you know, it's, there's it's, a lot it's more weirdos weird. out there now. Yeah, it it's, like. it's very weird right now, yeah. Well, uh, what, what's the earliest you're going to let your son Matthew just run around by himself unsupervised Shh. without a leash? Without a leash. <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I, I'm trying to remember when I was, like, I think the first time I went out by myself was probably, like, seventh, eighth grade or something like that like going into high school was like okay now you could kind of do whatever you want but i never did anything dumb like light stuff on fire and alley <laughs> shoplift a lot Dude, that, yeah getting fights me and ivan used to just get fireworks we used to get bottle rockets oh and just like light them individually hold them at each other and just fling them at each yes. other like i thought about this the other day he used to live next door like a cop and <laughs> When his brother got BB guns, which my mom reminded me, she's like, hey, she's like, there's a BB gun here? Like, I have a bunch of my shit over there. She's like, your gun's here? I was like, my gun? She's like, your BB gun? I was like, oh. Uh, um, when his brother got BB guns, we went into his yard, and we're like, there's a stand one end. We're gonna, mm-hmm. We'll just shoot each other, because why not? But we won't shoot each other in the face. We grabbed, To be safe. To be safe, yeah, yeah. We grabbed pillows and put them underneath our shirt. And, like, I used to have this belt buckle that had a bunch of dents in it. And it's because he kept trying to shoot me in the wiener. <laughs> you know? And, like, this was all we did. Like, we would go out there. And then because we didn't want his brother to be angry that we lost all the, like, uh, 
all the fucking BBs. Yeah. We like go and pick them up. And then for a while, I don't know if you guys remember this target was selling BB guns and paintball guns. Yes. So what we would do is again, because we were sixth, seventh grade, we would steal all the BBs, use all of those, and then not give a fuck about having to pick them up <laughs> oh until his upstairs neighbor, his like landlord, was like, "Why are there a bunch of orange and like green pellets all over the floor?" And we're like, "You know what? That's fucked up. We don't know why. We'll clean them up for you." Yeah, because we, we're good citizens. Yeah, because we're good. But I mean, it would be like I like when cause my brother, he's five. Yeah, you know, he's like twenty-one. He's like five, six years younger than me. So by the time like he it, it was it got to the age where like oh he would go to the park with like some of his friends I'd be like yeah Eric you gotta be fucking be home by this time and like more strict than like my parents would yeah. exactly because like I gotta like me and my sister we both did a lot of stuff we probably shouldn't have been doing the only thing was she got caught every single time and I wouldn't mm. like like the amount of times where like she'd be like he did the same thing and they're like well guess what. Like, he didn't get caught. No so, yeah. yeah, like, we can't, you know, there can't be repercussions when I wasn't the yeah. one that, like, the cops didn't bring me home for curfew, yeah. you know? I was at Ivan's house, I'm doing air quotes, you know, and he was at my house, air quotes, and I don't know, like, one time, we just went to, like, my grammar school, and we were like, all right, well, it's already one in the morning, and we can't leave because the cops will get us, so we'll just hang out here till five in the morning, till when, like, we can actually leave, and did that, like, yeah. yeah. It's so different now, especially now, obviously, with the COVID stuff going on mm-hmm. and technology. Like, my thing when like when Matthew was born, I was like, he's not getting an iPad. He's not getting a phone <laughs> until he's in school, like he's seven or whatever. He has an iPad now. Until he, he's seven. Right. Holy shit. <laughs> he's only four now. Yeah. Uh, and he walks around with, like, a, his my Switch. He walks around with it and starts playing with it. And... Getting Cheeto stains all over it and stuff. Oh, for sure. French fry grease. Yeah, <laughs> French fry grease for sure. But it's like, it, it's such a different time now where, like, I I don't remember being so stuck on screens yeah. like we, like kids are now. Like, you don't see kids running around like, like we were before. So it's like, it's a little bit different. Well, part of it is, one, we're spoiled with, like, Disney Plus and Netflix. Like, I, right. if we want to watch a show... Like we can watch a rerun of whatever we want, whenever we want. Mm-hmm. Like for not us, a, not if it's WandaVision. Yeah, right. fucking watch all of it. Uh, but like if, uh, let's say, our age and Pee Wee's Playhouse came on, mm-hmm. and if we missed it, and then like, then a news channel program came on, all your shows were done unless you wanted to watch like Days of Our Lives or something. So right. it's either sit there and watch this boring sitcom or fuck off and go around and hit people with sticks exactly (laughs) and and that's like with matthew like every day he's like oh let's uh watch toy story 2 today i'm like well i can't tell you no because it's right there right you know so just gotta watch it dude the most i so you mentioned that uh there's a there's a clear age difference between myself and you guys uh oh no what were you guys doing 9 11 do you guys remember? I remember exactly where I was. At. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So what what happened with with you guys for nine eleven? We'll we'll get to your guys' story before we get to mine. <laughs> well, so for me, I didn't have to come into work until like noon or something for some reason. Damn, you were working. Holy shit. Yeah, I was working, and then so I was working at the sign company, and I'm sitting at the end of my bed, and don't crucify me if I have to get the timeline wrong, but I, I kind of remember it being like around nine thirty or ten o'clock ish. Around that time, and I'm I was watching the news like I I had just clearly become an adult, and I'm watching the news, and they're like, oh, a plane just flew into the World Trade Center, yeah, 
And in my head, I was like, what kind of an idiot amateur plane flyer is going to fly into a building? Like, like I thought it was like some That's guy what everyone thought. in a Cessna right. that tr- just crashed. And I was like, well, that, and then even at that, I was like, wow, can you imagine being in an office and like a Cessna flies through? And so I'm watching and like, of course, at that time, no one suspected something like this could happen. And so they were speculating. Right. They're like, oh, we don't know what's happening. And literally on the screen, I saw the second plane fly in. Yeah. And I, it was like a mo- I was like, am I watching a movie? What? It, it didn't seem it was impossible to like wrap my brain around this. And then like Annie, I think she was still laying in bed or something. I was like, Annie, look at this! And, like she didn't notice, and she's like, oh, what happened? I was, and I remember like like I was some genius that had just figured out yeah a Rubik's cube. I'm like, I think this is a terrorist attack. Yeah. I think they're doing this on purpose now because like you know, of course it was, but like. Nothing like that had ever happened before. And, like, what are the likelihood of two planes accidentally hitting, like, the same set of buildings? Yeah. And I just remember, uh, like, all the misinformation that was going around. Because everyone was scared. Everyone mm-hmm. was paranoid. They're like, oh, there, there's planned Sh- planes. Chicago's now. Yeah, Chicago's yeah. A, a target. The Sears Tower's going to get hit. And then, like, um, everyone was panicking. And I remember I drove into work. And I was literally, like, looking up the whole time. Yeah. Like, Whoa. And then there was one instance where fighter jets were scrambling over Elgin. And, like, I don't know if... They were going to the castle. Yeah, they are going to the casino. (laughs) But then, uh, like, I don't know if it was a sonic boom or something, but, like, it felt like a truck hit the building. Like, there was this audible, like, boom. Like, I made a shitty clap. But, like, it, it felt like something dropped on the building, and it was just the airplane scrambling. So, like... Everything was confusing. People were saying, oh, this happened. And there was false reports everywhere. And, you know, the one takeaway I will take away from that that moment and then, like, the following weeks was, and I, I don't know if we can ever get back to that place again, and I don't want to get political or anything, but, like, there was a time where everyone was just, like, they put aside their differences, and everyone's like, we're all Americans. You know, uh, the people that were first responders are heroes. Let's help. Let's see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's be kinder to each other because we don't know how much time we have left, especially if stuff like this is going to start right. happening. And then that lasted for, you know, I'll say maybe two months, and then we all came back to being assholes. And then it just kept getting worse and worse and yeah. until we're, we're here now. Um, but, yeah, I just remember um, that happened, and it kind of galvanized everyone, you know, with their national pride a little bit. And, oh, for sure. you know, their kindness to the neighbors. But it was scary, and, like, it seemed like you were watching Independence Day or something. Mm-hmm. It was like the strangest thing. Yeah, I was two nine eleven. I was a sophomore in high school. I was in a shop class that I shouldn't have been in. <laughs> uh, my shop class was a graphic design class, and I stuck at graphics. I don't. I don't do anything. Photoshop hey, but, but you're like good that. with your hands. Yeah, yeah you put sure. up that TV that's here. Yeah, there's probably like. 15 holes over there, but whatever. <laughs> you put you're it up. You're not good at measuring. <laughs> right, exactly. No, just, so the reason I was in that class is because I signed up late and it was the only one left. So it was that shop class, so I was there. And literally the only thing I did as a shop class was like edit people's like MySpace pages and oh, do like flags flying. I had a whole business for that. Yeah, yeah so I, I would charge people for that. Yep. So people would be designing. I would be doing that and I would be like online, whatever, just doing that. And I remember going on Google for some reason and i saw the alert like something's popping up and it said it didn't say america under attack it just said something world trade center and i'm like what does that mean so i clicked on it and they had a little image it took forever to load at that time but you saw the image of the plane 
I'm like, something's happening. And I tell my stupid teacher, I'm like, uh, something's happening in New York. I'm like, I think you should roll the TV over because they had that TV on, yep. the, yeah, on the stand the or whatever. Thing, yeah. yeah. And she's like, no, just turn it off. There's nothing going on. Just turn off your computer. I'm like, no, there's something going on. Turn on the TV. And she's like, fine, I'll turn it on. Turns it on. Second plane hits. And that's when we're like, okay, what's going on? Right. No one's panicking yet. Maybe an hour later, the principal goes over the PA Everyone remain calm. America is under attack. <laughs> yeah. The dumbest thing you could say, you see everyone Especially grab teenagers. their stuff. Yeah. Everyone grab their stuff and just walk out the back. Just running out the back. Going towards like the park and McDonald's. And obviously everyone's going home. Like the first thing I did is obviously I was living on my parents at the time. So like my mom was working at a school. Same thing. She left right away. And we're just stuck at home just glued to our TVs just mm-hmm. watching what's going on. Because you don't know the same thing like you said, Chicago's next, Sears Tower's next. So it's well, like that was like the next logical, right? You know exactly. So I mean, it was just a scary time, but I think it did bring a lot of people together. It's kind of similar to the beginnings of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, you you do know people that lost people close to each other, and it's like now that it's opening up again, you see the differences. But you know, very very similar tragedies. But it's it's crazy to think how long that's been now. Yeah. So you were at work. You were in shop class. Uh, little Alberta was uh, in third grade. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That must have been a scary time for you then. Well, here's the thing. In third grade, you don't cognize these things. And all, all I remember is, hey, it's a half day today now. <laughs> like, literally. Like, it's they're like just like, recess. hey, it's, it's a half day. <laughs> like, they didn't... I assume maybe some of like the, the upperclassmen knew what was going on and stuff. And it was right. only... It was K through eighth grade. Hmm. So it was just like, okay, hey, half day. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, again, and I don't know, maybe my mom knew. I'm sure my mom knew what the fuck was going on, but like, it's not like she was, they didn't announce America's under attack. Yeah, no one knew until Bush made the announcement like, oh, America's under attack. Well, because it seemed preposterous that that could even happen. Right, yeah. But all I remember is I get home and I was like, sweet. I'm probably going to catch fucking dragon tails right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ah. No chance. I hate dragon tails. I'm like, oh, me too. It's the worst. But I'm just like, what the fuck? It's fucking news on. What the f- okay. Yeah, all news. Oh, you know what? If I go to channel nine, I'll be able to. What the fuck? Yeah. It's channel seven. Half channel day, five. Half day ruined. 32. I was like, oh my God. And so I feel bad. Everyone has these memories of like 9-11 and like these very monumental things. All I remember is you're just the, annoyed. Red the, was the news was on every single fucking channel, uh-huh. and we had to like put in one of our like VHS tapes or something, and like I don't know. Probably wasn't like a few days later that I was just like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. No wonder because it was just like that whole day it was just news twenty four seven, and I was like, listen, fucking Simpsons comes on at five o'clock and then at nope. six o'clock. So as long as this shit's done by then, that's fine. And no, and then I remember I'm like, oh, okay, but at ten, yeah, it was like a good month of that. Yeah, that just straight news and news and news. Well, just- you, you know, it's funny. It's like right when that happened. This will show you how dumb I was around that time. Uh, was I didn't realize that there was another World Trade Center because I remember right. When, I remember when Timothy McVeigh in Oklahoma City tried bombed their World Trade Center because I was actually there maybe like a, a week or two after it happened, like for a church thing. And we drove by there, and for like blocks, like windows were blown out because you know, the, you know, and then uh, there were like little memorial things for people. And then hearing World Trade Center again, I was like, "How is that possible?" And I was like, "Oh, there's there's more than one World Trade Center." Yeah, 
building, I guess. And so, yeah, it, it's crazy too because it's like whenever I go to New York or we've gone, like I've I've made it a thing to always go there to the memorial site and to kind of see how it is. Mm-hmm. And Mike, I've been there with you. We, yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's like <laughs> I think the 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 craziest thing is whenever you Brother, go like, there, it's impossible to smile. I don't know why, but it's yeah. it's impossible. You you cannot. Well, you would smile. feel like a dickhead if you did too. <laughs> that that too, but it's like it, it's crazy, kind of the feeling that you get. But you see how how everything is now, and you know it's been so long. Well, what's weird too is with like the World Trade Center, like, and then you know bringing it back to COVID. So many more people have died with COVID. Like, yeah, the amount of people that died in the World Trade Center, horrible tragedy. But like, just to imagine that we're like, it's like a like, how many thousands times more was what's it what's like ha- it's half a million now that have died yeah, from covid yeah, that's insane. insane yeah and luckily obviously with vaccines and everything's getting in kind of in control now we see stuff slowly opening up you know we'll see where that goes hopefully everyone vaccinated how, like how do you guys feel about like so like i know like on the weekend sometimes like i'll go shop at mitsua like if there's table space i'll get my ramen and just like eat over by myself like in the corner but even then i'm just like Man, that table is still way too fucking close to it's me. It's very, it's it's still weird. Even if you're like vaccinated and protected, I, I don't think it's gonna change for a while. Where it's like you just do whatever you want, right? You know, be close to people without a mask. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. Well, even if you're vaccinated, which I'm not yet, by the way, I'm, I'm gonna. Everyone's giving me shit about it, but like, <laughs> um, well, because you're an anti-vaxer. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe uh, there's mercury in that stuff. Oh, guys. Come on. <laughs> I, autism. <laughs> Have you done the research? No, but uh, um, even if you're vaccinated and you're near someone that may have it, right? And they breathe on you or get any particulates on you, and then you bring that near someone that's not vaccinated, like you can still you can spread still, it. Yeah, you can still spread it. Um, like right after they gave, they took off the dining restrictions for like Chicago and like Kane County and stuff. Um, we had not like Annie and I had been not been out for a while. And so we said, okay, let's go out. There's this one place called the Dutch Inn that's like a really shitty dive bar, but supposedly they had good food. We're like, we'll give them a try. We'll go sit in the table far away. And we go there, and unfortunately, Elgin, Illinois, where I live, happens to be a big center where there's a lot of idiots that don't believe in social distancing mm. and don't want to wear their masks constantly. And so we go in there. Everyone's packed. Everyone's at the bar. No masks. They're all like, ha, ah, ha, ha, ha. And the lady that comes to serve us, like... My wife's really paranoid about getting a beer in a glass because mm. she's like, it's it could be dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to get a cold sore, anything off of this thing. Right. So she always asks for a bottle. The lady gives her a glass, and I look at the lady, and I can see her nose and mouth through her mask because it's mesh. It's made out of like screen material, <laughs> and I just look at Annie, and I was like, "We got to get out of here." <clears throat> and she's like, "She's like, yeah, I don't feel like she didn't even drink her beer because like this lady." just breathing fumes everywhere just gave her this glass yeah so we paid for it and we walked and everyone looked at us like we were the idiots like oh here goes here comes the overly cautious uh covid people but like you have to yeah and and there's also this seems a little far-fetched but like in elgin there's a bunch of restaurants that were trying to skirt around like they stayed open i had the same in my area yeah and i i've taken note of every single restaurant in there stayed open i had a denny's try to do that yeah and i'm not i'm not gonna patronize them because like i get it it's denny's you're no denny's is gross (laughs) no i know but like i don't mind denny's i understand if you have a business and you poured your life savings into a restaurant right but if you're going to be irresponsible and that could lead to lives i don't care how much money you put into it 
we all got to deal with the consequences of yep. this. And so if, if you're going to sit there and, and pack a thing full of people that could have coronavirus and you're going to be a super spreader, and then because you did that, I can't dine for another six months because you're a fucking idiot. Right. I'm not going to patronize your business. Right. And yeah, luckily, obviously, numbers are going down here, so it's getting yeah. better. But you do see, you know, dumb reports like on the weekend, like, oh, there was a party with 500 people and, yeah. you know, wherever in Lombard. Yeah. Like something happened this past weekend. I'm like, why the risk? You know, it's see, like it's so dumb. I feel like it, the case with me, and I'm pretty, I'm, I don't know if it's the same with you where it's like, some like sometimes I'll be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll go then indoors. But then all I be then I hear my fucking my Hispanic ass mom. Yeah. I'm like I'm like if my mom knew that I was doing mm-hmm. this, I was like I would never hear the end of it. Yeah. So I'm just like and I don't maybe YouTube. I'm like yeah. I know it's supposed oh, to be like sure. a, like a Hispanic thing where it's yeah. like yeah. if she fucking knew what I was doing, she'd yeah, <laughs> kick your ass. Yeah. Kick no. my ass. Never hear the end of it. So I'm just like ah no, it's okay. I like, think for us it's a little bit different too because obviously kids and you know yeah. Like with with Matthew, we're really like we'll go out obviously because we don't want to be stuck at home on the weekends. That's the only kind of time we got to go out. So we'll go to stores, mm-hmm. but it's like he's well protected. But it's it's just really really weird, and you you're cautious of everything and of everyone around you now. You know when that'll change. I don't I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to change. I think even even if it comes to a point where they're like, okay, you don't need masks anymore. You know it's fine. Everything's gone. I think in the back of your head, it's always going to be like, no, I need a mask. Or like, oh, what's yeah. that guy doing next to me? Like, what's he yeah. breathing? I'm, I'm, I'm never Any, going into Anytime like, someone sneezes, right. I'm like, what do you got, bro? Like in an elevator, if you're next to someone, like, what is he breathing? Yeah. Yeah. What is he doing next to me? It's like, it, it, I don't think it'll ever go back to normal. I don't think I'm ever going into like a grocery store at least <laughs> and not like without a mask on. Yeah. Like, I don't mind like if I'm, you know, if like, oh, hey, we're, we're going out to eat or something, whatever. That's uh, that's right. fine. Which also like how much of like specifically like us like hanging out pre-COVID was just, hey, Michael, you want to go get some ramen? Yeah. Hey, Stank, you want to go this fucking place? E- even not a, not just that, but just sitting in our break room mm-hmm. to eat lunch. Like I, I was I was having an argument with Ryan. I was <laughs> you like, got to run to the table. <laughs> yeah, I was like, can can I sit at the table? Like it's only two people in the. We break literally room. have a sign that says yeah. two people per table. And I said, hey, the dining restrictions have opened. Can can we sit at the table? He's like, did you get vaccinated? I was like, no. He's like, then get the fuck out of there. I was like, <laughs> you know, but uh, I don't know, like. When my daughter started middle school, this was before the virus, she was wearing masks for fashion. It was like, you know, she's a real otaku type of a kid that likes Japanese stuff. So she was getting like, you know, black masks with like cat whiskers on it and stuff. And I was like, it's so embarrassing. Please. Right. Stop going to school with a mask on. You look like a weirdo. But even though, even like, <laughs> and, now, and now you're like, please put the fucking keep mask the mask on. on. Who told you to take it off? Right. So but even weird. like before COVID, and you see that with other countries and other places, like that's what they would do before. I mean, just like, for air pollution, it, right? For air pollution, like even in like just areas with tons of people, just yeah. populated people, they would do that when they go out. Yeah, you'll like, see you'll like see Bangladesh, them at or, exactly. Yeah. So it's like I think we're heading to that point where it's like because it the vaccines are ninety five percent; they're not a hundred. Yeah, and it, it might, and not only that, but like, you know, you're always hearing about a new variant that's resistant and stuff. Right. I mean, yeah, I do think face masks are going to kind of become part of our, like, everyday carry oh, for stuff. for sure. Um, and even even if you don't wear it all the time, if you're, like, let's say you're going into a subway, you're like, oh, maybe I'll put my mask on or something. And again, a lot of the times wearing a mask is so you don't spread stuff. Right. But there's also like that security blanket feeling of oh I'm covered I'm not gonna be breathing in someone's fumes and yeah. so you know listen don't be a dummy 
wearing a mask is not helping you spread COVID. Right. Like some people are like, oh, I got COVID by wearing the mask. No, you didn't. Don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have a friend who's actually saying that, like, and she's like a really close old too. family friend. And she's like, oh, you co- COVID idiots is like a stupid term. Yeah. People are throwing around. But I'm like, like I want to, stra- I, I don't want to strangle her, but like I want to shake her and be like, "No, you want to strangle her." Yeah, I do want to strangle her a little <laughs> bit because like it's so frustrating. Yeah, like, I know. I know you're smarter than that, right? And like you can see people like you know when you see congressmen that are making fun of it, like you'll see congressmen with like clear masks that yeah. they're breathing through mesh, and they some like Matt Gates will come in with like a gas mask, and you're like, "Stop being a fucking moron! Just take it seriously for a little bit." Yeah. Because there's other people that look up to that guy and say, oh, that guy's he's clearly smart, so I don't have to do it. And then we're just stuck in, like, it's been a year. Yeah, no, it's... It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like, me and Ryan were talking about it yesterday. Like, he's like, okay, so we got the vaccine. Like, when can we take these stupid masks off? I'm like, it's not going away anytime yeah. soon. I'm like, it sucks, I know. But it's like, even with me, what I've seen, like, people that have gotten it. And it's always the same people that have gotten it, people that are impatient and people that mm-hmm. just want to go out somewhere, want to take risks. And then the next day they're asking, like, when, when, where can I get a test? Yeah. When can I get a test? And it's just positive. Yeah. I mean, there's been people we know. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, there's been people that we know that for some reason want to go vacation in a hot spot. And yeah. then boom, boom, get it. And then are like, oh, you know what? I think this is how I got it. And it's like, really? Yeah, you, you think? Yeah, you, you think like shelf that opinion for oh. one second, and yeah, now, like now you're thinking of science. <laughs> yeah, now you're thinking of science, but like no, like it's funny because like my dad, my dad got it. So in my family, my mom, me, my mom, and my nephew, my oldest nephew, are the only ones who have not gotten COVID. Right. Um, like my uncle had it. He's a painter, so just being in all these places, yeah. he got it. Thankfully, him and his girlfriend were fine. Right. My dad got it, and it's hundred percent because he was still going to the gym and we're, mm. my, my dad's a gym rat he's been going to the gym his whole life and everyone's sweating on everything and it's, i was like but you don't have to go to the gym it's like no it's okay i'll be fine he's like i mean he wears his mask right you know but like still by virtue of yeah. that one moment that one fucking moment he got it my brother same thing he was just like oh, I'm, I'm bored he doesn't work he just can't go to fucking school so he's just like i just want to i just want to go and he's here to go to fucking stores so he fucking got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my sister and her boyfriend both work around a lot around people. And my sister's a, s- a social worker, mm-hmm. and uh, her boyfriend I think works at Comcast or something. But just like you know, so they all got it but again, just from like working near people. And like my sister yeah. was, she was waiting to get her vaccine. Yeah. You know, so she kind of kind of got fucked, and the baby just got it from being around his parents. Yeah. But it's like it's one of those things where it's just like dad and brother probably could prevent it. Like my sister and her boyfriend, like they you know they weren't being like irresponsible and it's like there's different ways of getting it and yeah like same thing like i see some people post and i'm just like what like what yeah. what logic like you know or like i remember like people like posting like you're going to get microchipped what like, how big do you think <laughs> a fucking microchip is and even then by all means brother i do nothing but work and come back yeah. here like if you want to fucking you're, they're gonna be like man this guy really loves these kevin smith movies it's all he watches yeah. and like holy shit does this guy love to talk about they're, these marvel they're, movies their kevin smith data is just blowing out reels of paper yeah i i haven't gotten the vaccine and it's not because i'm an anti-vax or anything but mostly it's because i like i've had several opportunities to and i felt guilty because like i saw a lot of people in my social media feeds 
where they were talking about, oh, this this teacher wasn't able to get it or this hospital worker wasn't able to get it. And I felt guilty. I, I, I do come into Chicago for my work and I do come in contact with a lot of people, so I probably should. But like I've been holding off as long as I can just so I didn't take someone's person, someone's steps in yeah, line. I um, but I think we're kind of at the part, we're almost at a tipping point where vaccines should be readily available more to the general public. So I don't feel so bad. So I'll probably do it in the next week or so. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can get it, get it. Listen, I'm more essential than teachers, right, Dave? <laughs> you sell wrestling shirts. Yeah, I make, listen, I'm... World famous podcaster. Yeah, all right. Head of podcast relations, I'm more <laughs> yeah. important than yeah. teachers. No, I listen, everyone should get vaccinated and teachers should get paid more. Yeah, uh, but... Yeah, I mean, listen, this talk really went all over the place. Yeah, it was from, from it was good. But it was good, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the technical aspects of the, this new system at Pro Wrestling Tees. So where were you on 9-11? <laughs> to COVID. <laughs> to COVID, yeah. But, COVID. So listen, if this podcast has taught you anything, it's... Um, wear your mask. Wear your mask. Don't let your kids light things on fire in alleyways. And listen, if they want to light things on fire in the alleyway, just be fucking cool about it because yeah. most of you shitheads, yeah, you know, most, yeah, like... I love Wes Allen. I sometimes see the things that Cash posts his son, and I'm just like, well, Wes, you've told me some stories, brother, and that's that's karma. Yeah, you know? it's coming back. Yeah, which, God forbid, if I ever have any kids, like, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm probably going to, me and Michael's dad, matching, matching haircuts because I'm going to just pull my hair out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, Michael, it was wonderful having you. Thank uh, you, guys. Any, any last words? Anything you... You have to say? Uh, no, I mean, as always, uh, like to everyone listening, obviously, thank you for supporting, you know, PWT, you know, Shop AW, and obviously my personal ventures with M3 Toys. We've gotten a lot of PWT cast customers that have used the coupon code that are brand new customers. Shout, out, have, shout out Jesse Cole. And yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I remember just shipping some of this uh, this week. So we're getting a lot of those loyal customers and we're getting a lot of people coming in here from Chicago that are becoming loyal customers so we appreciate that obviously we're a family business so and only growing so great yeah i mean and you know just to add on to that you know we always talk about how small pro wrestling teases and that's why it's like a family but like m3 toys really is a family yeah. working like if you ever go down there you know be safe about it but c- come down here and like look at his little showroom it's you'll see his wife you'll see you know his sister-in-law you'll see mm-hmm. his niece you know it, and it's just everyone coming together working hard and like I'll be honest with you. When you first told me about M3 Toys, I was like, there's no way you can run a toy store company. <laughs> yeah. And like, but it's really grown. You've been smart about it. And yeah. You've used some of your expertise to kind of really build your online presence. So like, it's always cool. Like I, I use you for shipping and people like M3 Toys. I'm like, yeah, that's my friend's store. So like, yeah. you know, it's a point of pride for me and I'm glad you guys are. Definitely. And we appreciate good. it. Yeah. Shout out Gabby. And yeah. uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll cut it there. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Michael. No problem. Thank you again to Michael for that. Uh, and shout out Gabby indeed. He knows what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like I love talking to Michael. You know, we, we tend to give him a lot of shit at the shop. Um, but it's all loving. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's all unjust, you know. Michael Michael's like my big brother and uh, He's like my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I'm not little. Uh, but yeah, you know, a fun episode. I, I did feel bad again when you guys start talking about like, I don't know why I was just like, yeah, what were you guys doing 9-11? I should have just straight up been like, oh, I remember during 9-11, uh, th- you know, I wasn't able to watch TV. And then you guys start talking about like, yeah, our country needs to be, you know, rallied back together and, you know, we'd be back like. Well, while, while we were talking about it, like 
I was like, why do you want to talk about 9 11? I was like, okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it, uh, honestly, it, I can see you smiling when you asked it. I was like, all right, I know he's going somewhere, so let's go with it. <laughs> yeah. And then, but by the time it got, to, by the time, you know, the round table got back to me, I was just like, oh, what a piece of shit. Like, yeah. I, I almost wanted to just like, oh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like what, uh, you know, Ozymandias tried to, uh, you know, uh, do in the watch, but I was just like, no. At this point, just fuck, just do it, you fucking coward. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was very, very just all over the place talk, and I, I love those. Those are you know my most favorite. And hey, you know, with the Patreon, <clears throat> with the Patreon now, uh, it opens up the possibility to just you know talk to people just about random things. You know, um, I was a guest on last week's uh, Rwanda Vision uh, over at Post Wrestling with. Uh, Wei Ting and WH Park, and that was one of the things they they you know talked about. They're like, we love when you guys just have people on and just talk about random shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of our our go to, you know. Like, I love love just having people on and just talking life, talking life, Dave. Uh, yeah. But hey, we kind of forgot. You know, we we're talking all these Marvel shows. Uh, they announced the release date for this Loki show that's uh, upcoming. It's June 18th. Um, I'm very excited. They are just dropping these, you know, because you'll have uh, March 17th is when uh, Falcon Winter Soldier starts. Um, can't say I'm the most excited about that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it, though, for yeah. sure. I'll, I'll watch it, you know. Um, but very excited about this Loki show, especially with, like, the whole gimmick where he's essentially just, like, dropping in and out of time. Uh, yeah. And... There were some Mephisto references in that, supposedly, too. So who knows if they ever actually truly get to Mephisto. Um, but, yeah, de- definitely excited about that. Um, you know, then, uh, what is it, March 18th, is uh, they put out another Snyder Cut, like, mini trailer. I'm just, I really just want to see this movie already. I know it's four hours, and I probably won't consume it all in one sitting, especially if it comes out, like, at midnight. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Like, if it, hey, listen, if it's a fucking, if it comes out on a Friday, I'll definitely stay up and like into Saturday and and watch it like that. But um, I just want I just want to watch it already. You know? Yeah, I mean, listen, I've had my gripes about Zack Snyder, specifically just in his DCU stuff. Like, I love other Zack Snyder stuff, but like, I don't think he's great for anything that has any like down the line continuity. So it's been enough prime in the pump. Let's, let's see what's going on. And if it sucks, it's going to suck. Let's just stop talking about it and see it. Cause you know, I'm just tired of hearing about it without seeing it. So did you see the trailer for that zombie movie that he's doing for Netflix? No, n- not yet. But, uh, I mean, a lot of people said they liked it. So yeah, it was pretty fun. And he did, what was it? Uh, it's with Batista, right? Yeah. Batista's in it. Well, yeah. what was the zombie movie that he did? Was it, Dawn of the Dead, or uh, I think it was Day of the Dead. Day of the that one was pretty good. Like I remember, yeah. like him and James Gunn, they worked on that one. Too. I believe James Gunn wrote it and then he directed it. That one was really fun. This one again also looks like fun and Batista's in it. And how can you not love Batista? Yeah, like uh, one less Snyder. I think he's really good if he's doing like a standalone story. Um, because when you get that, he tends to throw everything and the kitchen sink into it, which is good. If like you have one contained movie, I don't like what he does at the DCU. Cause like, you know, we get Batman versus Superman right away. We get the death of Superman. We get, you know, dark side immediately. We get the 
all this Dark Knight Returns imagery, and it's just like, bro, you got to save some for down the line. You got to build it up, like Marvel said. But um, yeah, if it's anything like his uh, Day of the Dead movie, I'm pretty sure his zombie heist movie is going to be pretty sick. And it definitely does look that. Um, But hey, speaking of movies, you know, uh, just once again, kind of wanted to plug the Patreon, uh, you know, for for Go Go Scrump and Stank. You know, we're doing the Rita Repulse episode this week. Uh, We plan on doing some other character profiles for characters like Lord Zed, um, you know, the, the different Ranger teams. Vulcan Skull, probably. Vulcan Skull, probably, because A, like they, they factor a lot into into the universe, you know, like you at first they're just in the comedic relief but like now they're like directing and writing stuff for the rangers which is also yeah. always great uh and then you know as we mentioned this week we'll drop uh that the atlantis lost empire episode with matt nix um we we've got uh upcoming other upcoming movies we've got uh what was it uh Shawshank Redemption, Redemption. Forrest yep. Gump. I think we're going to wind up doing that Power Rangers 2017 movie just because we keep talking For about sure. it. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Goodfellas is another episode that I, I told a uh, friend of the show, Vivian, I want to record with her because she, I love Goodfellas. Oh, dude, she loves herself some Goodfellas. So definitely could do that. But, you know, there's some movies we kind of bounce around. Like, I definitely want to, uh, you know, talk about like Mad Max Fury Road, Logan, what we do in the shadows, just Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. We definitely got to talk some Pootie Tang because uh, <laughs> we've mentioned, you know, we've mentioned it so much. But you yeah, know, those are just some upcoming episodes, you know, that we're going to record. And uh, once we have a little bit more banked up, um, we'll kind of announce like a more of a set schedule. You know, bear with us. We are uh, kind of just starting this along with you guys, so just bear with us. But hey, also if you guys have any recommendations of uh, movies that you want, uh, you know, sign up for the Patreon and let us know. You know, we're we're doing this to to give back to you guys, to give back to the to the Ryan Mears, the Anthony Torres of of the world. You know, like the we just we want to give back to you guys for and as a thank you for supporting us because at, at the end of the day, none of this is possible without your guys' support, and we do genuinely like love and appreciate all the support that you guys give us. You know, it's it it's a wonderful thing for us whenever you purchase a T shirt or you know, like our posts or repost our posts like that. That's always, it's always very much appreciated. And, um, yeah, we're excited to, to go on this journey, uh, with you guys. So thank you again. And remember it's uh patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're excited to see who joins us along, uh, on this trip. Um, Dave, unfortunately it appears that it's that time of the week where, um, I've run out of things to say. And, uh, yeah, checking my watch. Uh, it's time for me to stop talking, so I, too, have run out of things to say. All right, you guys. Well, for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast, and so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.